0: Bud Light presents, Real Men of Genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Air Jerusalem Sandalwearer. Mr. Air Jerusalem sandal Wearer. Why wear shoes or socks when you can parade around in the oldest piece of footwear in history to showcase your unwashed, unkempt foot? Now that's what I call a bunion. When you walk into a room, Not only do you make a strong fashion statement, you also bring the aroma of stale corn chips. I hope he brought some chili dip. Even with the adversity of yellow toenails, four-inch toe hair, cheese in between your toes, you still rock the Air Jerusalem like a boss. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Tower of the Toe Jam. You remind us all why we wear shoes every day. Mr. Air Jerusalem Sandalwearer. And Heiser Bush st louis missouri previously on the c rod podcast you're a chef and you're a dickhead but then they get out of the (laughs) the fucking parameters of their kitchen and they treat people the same fucking way it's like no you are not revered like you are in that kitchen there gay (laughs) you come out here and be like treating everybody like shit or just being miserable to everybody. Fuck that, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like Gordon Ramsay, right? You see Gordon Ramsay on TV. You see him doing this. He's always fucking miserable. He, he's always ripping somebody or telling them they're disgusting or they're fat or <laughs> fucking some shit, right? But then he gets out of that kitchen. He's still Gordon Ramsay to people. He's still a fucking asshole. It's like just because you're a chef does not what where, where do you get off? And now, this week's show. What's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the Sea rod Podcast for Sunday, January 24th. 2024, one of the most underrated bands of the 80s. And this is a deep cut, too. A deep cut. Fucking faith no more, man. They, they were such an underrated band, it's not even funny. All right, because they, they, they were one of those bands, okay, that they had an all-star at every position like they were just and now sometimes you put great musicians together and they don't produce a whole lot like these guys were innovative man first of all okay that jim martin man that guy is a bear on guitar he's a bear and i'm not even talking about like you see people know faith no more for epic which was off of the uh it was on the real thing album And there was some great guitar playing on that. But if you go back, like this album was, it's called Introduce Yourself. If you go back and listen to this album, that guy's a beast. And this was before Mike Patton, when Mike Patton was a singer. And I, you know, of course, I I think he was, he was their best singer bar none. And he fit that band so well. And this was like before rock rap even came out. Like Epic was like 10 years ahead of its time. The song Epic, I'm saying. 10 years ahead of its time easy even that song if you if you listen to like oh man the the way that guy plays is unbelievable and like Mike Patton fit that band perfectly here's a fun fact you want to know who the very first singer of Faith No More was did you know that Faith No More's first singer was none other than Courtney Love Isn't that weird? <laughs> I could not picture her. As a matter of fact, I'll have to look that up, see if there's any footage of her singing for "Faith No More" because I'm very curious to hear what that sounded like. She just completely does not fit that band. That's probably why she moved on. Who knows? Good to be back with you guys as always. And I, I was kind of like on the on the fence about this, but then I thought I'd be breaking the consistency of the show if I didn't. And what I'm referring to is what happened down at Raymond James Stadium on Monday night. That was a flat-out fucking embarrassment, and I saw it coming. I said in the close last week, I said, like, you know, I don't think they got a prayer in that playoff game. And it really didn't matter who they played. Now... I'm not even going to get into X's and O's. I'm just going to say one one huge reason, the, the, the main reason why they did not win that game, and it came down to fundamentals. The Buccaneers tackled, the Eagles didn't. That's that's the bottom line. This, like, that is the name of the game right there. There really isn't anything else that you could point to. That and the fact the only guy that showed up to play on offense was Devontae Smith. Outside of that, I saw a team that just flat out quit. And and, and <laughs> there's a reason why teams quit, all right? And it's always 100% on the coach. Now, I, I said in the close last week, I said, like, you know, I, I hope they lose because, they, you know, this way Sirianni will get fired. Because I seem to be the only goddamn one in this town that knew that this guy was a fraud since day one. He's an absolute fraud, and he's a dickhead, okay? <laughs> it's what it is. All right, and last year, and I, I said this. Go back, go back in the, in the the week after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and go listen to that clip. And I said Nick Sirianni is nothing more than a product of the deepest roster in football with one of the with two of the best coordinators in football. And I said these coordinators are going to leave because that's just the nature of it. If you make the Super Bowl, you're going to lose your coordinators because other teams are going to take them as head coaches. It's been happening since the beginning of time. But I said, I'm like, all right, let's see how he is without, without the, 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 the gurus. Let's see how he comes out. Now, now here, here's the thing. This is where people were like, you're wrong, man. No, I'm not. All right, yeah, they came out of the game 10-1. That was everybody's argument. They just made the Super Bowl, and then they're 10-1, and, and you're saying Sirianni's not a good coach. He's not a good coach. That 10-1 was smoke and mirrors. If you go back to every single game minus the Tampa Bay game in the regular season – and and they were in a dogfight every single week against inferior teams too. And and these are teams that the Eagles normally would beat by thirty. And and they're it's coming down to the last freaking play. It seemed every single game they were slop fests every every single one of them. The only reason why they won those games was on attrition. And then it got to a point where the Eagles were beat up. And they've had enough. They're like, if we play the way we played last year with Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, we're going to the Super Bowl. But like, this is like, we're, we're freaking, <laughs> we're going the long way to get these wins. This is fucking ridiculous. And then the players started having players-only meetings. And when the players start having players-only meetings, it's time to zip the coach immediately because you're never going to get that back. He lost that locker room. And what I saw was a team that absolutely quit on him seven weeks ago he's like i haven't had enough of this we're done we're not playing like this and in the meantime the eagles were figured out look at the last seven weeks and how defenses played the eagles they figured them out they like you're figured out and you don't have any answers you don't have any adjustments that's why you're not the coach everybody says you are and they flat out fucking quit on you and it was evident in fact Even Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were like, this team just looks uninspired. They look like they don't even want to be there. And it was completely evident. They had no, they had no, they didn't want anything to do with that game. And not because they thought they couldn't win. It's because they're trying to make a statement. We don't want this guy as our coach anymore. Why? Because he's a fraud. Like I told you with all of his cheerleader bullshit and talking shit like you're like you're, like you're in pop warner. Hey, I don't hear f- anymore. See ya! You know who didn't like that? The quarterback. There's been there's multiple occasions where there's footage of him of Nick talking shit to the other sideline and Jalen Hurts is like go stop that shit. You're acting like a child. One time it was visible because there was a penalty that was being discussed, or whether whether they were going to pick the flag up or not. It was against the Eagles, and 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 both teams already moved up 15 yards. And then the refs met met about it and said, "Like, well, not not so fast." And they picked the flag up. And then Sirianni goes goes over to like the players on the field. Now, no, come back, assholes! Yeah, come on back. And Jalen Hurts put his hand on Sirianni's arm and like pulled it down to the ground. Like, guy, act like you've been here before. This is a guy that's 20 years younger than Nick Sirianni telling him like you're acting like a child. Here's another sign of a poor coach. In the pros, no matter what the sport is, the coach has to put the player in the best position to perform at a high level based on their skill set, based on whatever it is that they do. It is your job to progress players now of course you walk into a team you got a seven year veteran seven year all pro you know things like that you, you're not going to do much for that guy. I'm talking about the development when, when the rookies second year third year guys guys who are developing you put them in the best position to become the best player that they can be that's what a good coach does all right I've seen I, this year I saw players regress and the quarterback is is the, is the main candidate here. And it's not even his fault. Now I will say this, okay? He he was silently playing through a lot of injuries this year. Okay, I'm not going to make excuses for the guy. All right, but like you can't have the year that you had last year and then have the year that you that you had this year and say it's not because of the coach. If you could play at the level that you did last year, then then that's what you're capable of. But if if you come back and you lay an egg like you did this year, I got to put that on the coaches. And then they didn't put him in the best position to beat Jalen Hurts. In fact, here's another thing that happened. The, the league called up to Nick Sirianni. Like I said, he has no answers. Like, this is what I'm going to do, and if you figure it out, then I'm fucked. Fraud. The the most predictable of plays I can even see coming. Like, that Jalen Hurts draw play, I could see that coming a mile away. When they line up in the shotgun, just w- watch the one guard who's positioned – before the ball's even snapped, to drag out and go uh, go across the center and go the other way and create that big hole that Hurts can run through. If I can see it, you don't think the coaches in the league can see it? And then you did it, what was it, the Seattle game? They they, they could have drove down the field to, to win the game. They get a holding penalty. It's first and 20. And they call that draw play three times in a row. And they got like two yards. You got to throw the ball down the field. There's two minutes left. You're taking dongle or draws. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> Alright, but like I said, I'm not gonna get into the X's and O's, but I am gonna tell you this, okay? I when last week when I said that they're gonna lose against the Buccaneers, it wasn't because the Buccaneers are great. I didn't think the Eagles could beat anybody. Once you quit, you quit. You ain't getting that back. And 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 what I saw after that ten and one. The team that quit, and and they lost six out of their last seven games, and they lost to some fucking pathetic teams. You're trying to get the number one seed, and you're losing to the Arizona Cardinals? They got two wins, (laughs) and you weren't home. Tell me you quit without telling me you quit. You knew you had to get that game, and you knew you you had to get the game against it. Well, they didn't have to get the game against the Giants because they were already out of it, but they lost to the Giants? Seattle okay they're they're a nice little team but you should have fucking smoked them and if you had Steichen and 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 Jonathan Gannon you would have beat them by 20 but you don't have those guys you got Nick Sirianni and he's a fraud and and, and don't get me started on the good teams that they played down that stretch They, they, they got smoked by the 49ers they got smoked by the Cowboys And this is what I don't like. I, you know, like I, I don't. I heard that Lori has not one hundred percent made up his mind whether he's going to bring Sirianni back or not. He's he's doing what he did to Doug Peterson. He's doing this thing where you got to do this PowerPoint presentation on who you're looking at a coordinator and, and what you're going to do taking this team into the future. But I I, I get so mad when I hear oh, give him one more year. No no no. When you see giant red flags like this that the team has given up and quit on that coach, you got to zip that coach right away. Why waste another year? If Nick Sirianni comes back next year, okay, maybe they make the playoffs. The Super Bowl is not happening. It's just not happening. So why drag this out? You're just prolonging the inevitable because here's what's going to happen. You'll get to this point next year, and then they will fire Sirianni. Why waste this year? It's the Doc Rivers syndrome. Like, after, they, after that meltdown to the Hawks, I said, if you bring this guy back for another year, I'm not watching him because I, I already know what the outcome's going to be. It's going to be a second-round exit. I said that before the season even started that year, and they got eliminated in the second round. Why watch it when you know what the outcome's going to be? So why bring Sirianni back for another year just to frustrate us? It just doesn't make any sense. It's not a good business move. Because what I watched on Monday night quite possibly could have been the worst playoff loss in the Eagles history and I seem to be saying that a lot lately here in Philadelphia bringing up the Sixers that meltdown to the Hawks that should have never happened last year to Phillies the meltdown against the Diamondbacks that should have never happened and now this what's going on what's in the water (laughs) what's in the water around here where we blow things every goddamn year. I, you know, I'm just, 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 just zip the guy and, and, and get him the fuck out of here, please. God, every time I see his face, I want to punch it. <laughs> and I'm not this way because I don't like the guy. I'm saying it because he is exactly what he is. He is a fraudulent NFL head coach. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Get rid of him now. God damn it. <laughs> all right what do i got for you guys today well okay first and foremost look out the window for the first time in i don't know what three years we finally got significant snow and i don't when did this happen when did the delaware valley become like georgia where it's an all-out panic (laughs) it's an all-out panic when there's fucking snow Oh my God! Shut down the whole town. Shut down schools. Ring the sirens. It's snowing. I. I it's unbelievable. Like you go down Facebook, like the snow. I said this before, but the snow didn't even fall yet, and we're and shit. Like we're in North Carolina. <laughs> I understand when you You have people that are in a town that don't know how to drive in snow, even though it's even up here. They don't. I'll get back to that in a second. But it just cracks me up. Like, like (laughs) we're closing everything down now. Now, listen, you could have combined these last two snowstorms that we got this week, and we and we wouldn't we wouldn't have even gotten a two hour delay. Now, the night before, yeah, what the fuck? The snow was done. Like, I forget what day, which one it was, but it snowed like during the day, and it tapered off. Like by the time the end of the day came. I went to the state store. It was closed. What? What? Everybody panics now. Like, what the fuck? It's snow. Did you forget what snow was? I saw a meme where they're just like, you know, like, forget driving in the snow until you learn how to drive in the sun (laughs) because people, people can't fucking drive, man. And here's the thing. I can't fucking stand all right like I've learned okay and I've learned from experience all right I I drive like a fucking old man in the snow because you have no control I once totaled a car that I had like two years of payments left on going five miles an hour going uphill by the way I hit a patch of, I hit a patch of black ice and I I slid into a guy, totaled my car, totaled. Like I said, I was doing, I was doing fucking five. I wasn't even going anywhere. Slid right into him and totaled my car. You have no idea, especially when the temperature is like 25 and the road's already covered over. You have no idea what's ice and what's not. And it only takes like maybe five to seven minutes of no cars rolling over it for it to freeze up and become black ice. And I can't stand the people. That drive like like fucking maniacs oh yeah do you really think it's smart to ride up my fucking ass there guy where at any moment if you have to you know if you have to slam on the brakes or apply the brakes hard you're going to slide right the fuck into me and do the same thing and and i love the people who think i got an suv yeah, <laughs> yeah. i could do 50 and a 30 i got an suv <laughs> okay okay Four-wheel drive doesn't help you stop, you fucking ingrate. God, everybody drives like dickheads. And here's the other thing that I can't stand. Why is it that not only when it's snowing, but when it gets like really, really cold? Because we've had some cold this year that we haven't had in a couple of years. You know, where the high is like 20. We haven't had that in a while. All right. But the people who think like, oh, yeah, like the parking lot, I don't, I'm too good for that wherever i'm gonna go i'm just gonna go in the fire lane and double park outside of the fucking place because you're special nobody else has to god forbid you got to walk 30 yards in the cold oh my god no and then i gotta walk another 30 yards back to get right back into my heated car no i can't do it i'll just pull up and sit here i mean like really like <laughs> by doing that you are openly telling the people in the parking lot i am more important than you i could just go and double park here anytime i want i i am not a double park guy i'm not a, a, an advocate for it at all anywhere if there's no parking you go find parking and you go fucking walk to your destination now if it, it's a different it's a different story if it's like okay uh i'm gonna pull up here you go run in and grab what you need to get and come back out and you're gonna be out in three seconds but that whole like go no and i got this one right down the street from me it's like the block down I'm, and more on that in a fucking second jesus goddamn christ i call it double park drive because it's every single time it's a it's a stone cold guarantee now this is from one one block from one light to another and I call it double park drive because every single time I'm on the goddamn road, somebody or multiple people are double parked, and it leaves me out here playing fucking Frogger. <laughs> you know, like, oh, weave in. Oh, here's a car. Oh shit! All because people are lazy. It's fucking nuts. Here's the other thing too. And 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 <laughs> my buddy Guppy is the only one who is exempt from this. But I saw it. I before I left the one night, I went and looked at the phone. And I went in the weather app. And the real feel was 11 degrees. All right. Now, I don't wear a winter coat. Like, I'm a hoodie. I'm good. All right. But I'm I'm wearing pants. (laughs) Devin said to me the other day, because our office day was a Wednesday. And Wednesday, it was mighty cold. Like, mighty cold. It was like 10 degrees. Feel. Real feel, that is. And we were going out to lunch. And Devin's like... Where's your coat, man? I don't need a fucking coat. And he's like, that's the white in you coming out. <laughs> like, okay. I do know that though. The brothers, man, they act like it's Antarctica if it's like 20 degrees. I mean, Christ nowadays. And that's the other thing. The Kids are doing this more so, but like, what is with the fucking, it's a hundred degrees and you're wearing a hoodie with the hood up. What are you cutting weight for a fight there? Guy, what, what are we doing? But I saw him the guy that's wearing a T-shirt and shorts. In 11 degree weather, what are you trying to prove? That you're tough? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. I mean, I'm going to say when the the weather was that bad and I was walking around without a comb, "Eh, it's pretty fucking cold out here. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like I was walking around like, look at me. Fuck the cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a flat-out hyperthermia that you're going for there. It's What are you trying to prove? You're not going to tell me you're comfortable. The guy looked like uncomfortable as shit. I'm like, it's, this is a very simple fix. Put some fucking pants on. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I'm so cold. I don't, I don't know why I'm so cold. You're so cold because it's 10 degrees out and you're half naked. That's why. Right? like uh, It's like these guys with the, with, with the ice plunge. I'm going to go out and I'm going to sit in here for two and a half minutes and freeze my balls off just so I can be awake and alert. Drink coffee. It's, I, why are people going the absolute long way? To do, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, there's health benefits. Okay, yeah, right, right, right i gonna lower your heart rate and your blood pressure. I mean, that's, yeah. You're gonna be the happiest person all day. Well, okay, I don't, I don't think. Listen, go take your hand, okay? <laughs> take your hand, and go stick it in a bowl of ice and water, and tell me how long you can actually keep it in there. I mean, Christ, when you got to put ice on your on like a, 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 a something that's swollen up, like an ankle or a knee or something like that, it gets uncomfortable after a couple of minutes. Submerge your whole body in it, <laughs> and then get back to me. Let me know how that feels. I do want to try it once, though, just to see, you know, what all the, the hubbub is about. Like, am I really going to enhance myself as a person by taking a goddamn polar plunge like a goddamn seal every day? You know, this was invented by a woman, I think, in Iceland, and she had this little pit. It, 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 she was going into, like, the lake and doing it she had a little cutout like in the lake and every single morning she would go out and 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 do that i always go back to what jack said in titanic
1: and i'm telling you water that
0: cold like right down there it hits you like a thousand knives stabbing you all over your body and that's pretty much what i think (laughs) i think he described it perfectly (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But yeah, man. Like act like you've been there before. We're closing shit down now before it even before one flake drops. That's that's South, that's southern shit. That's I expect that below the Mason-Dixon line. I don't expect it in the northeast corridor of this country. I, 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 we've turned into pussies. Let me get snow. <laughs> Supermarkets going crazy still. It's like, dude, you know, they said four to six inches that was a dusting back in my day the only thing that we got nervous about was like all right, we're, it's it's going to dump two feet on us and then three days later we're getting another foot that shit sucked but this, the four to six inches back in the day that was like a rainstorm to us now everybody's hiding in their underground bunkers like they're it's what the fuck pump the brakes jesus christ where's all the climate change crusaders now nobody's saying anything see they only they only say it in the summertime because that's the that's the agenda that they're trying to push we can this it's 100 degrees outside we're gonna melt the polar ice caps it's summer <laughs> if they tried to say that now oh like god ah, we're gonna freeze to death now it's winter Same thing with the COVID and the flu and all the bullshit. (laughs) Okay. All But here's the thing, all right? And I I wanted to say this because I I just don't understand. I I don't understand how people get away with this shit. It's in the same spot, too, so I might assume it's the same person. But about two years ago, one block down from my house, right at that corner of Double Park Drive, 13 gunshots around there rang out. And the cops were there. Like, there's was 100 cops there. I don't know if they locked anybody up. I don't know if anybody died. I don't know if anybody got hurt. I have no idea. All right, but it happened again on Friday night in the same exact fucking spot. And I had headphones on. Like, I was listening to a podcast. And four, four shots rang out. And I took my headphones off. I'm like, they were fucking gunshots. Like, that was like i said people set off fireworks around here and shit like that this this was easily (laughs) the sound of a 45 okay it's it's what it was i'm like damn like fucking i'm like it's the same area now the cops didn't come ironically enough or at least i didn't see them because it might have been like behind the buildings i wouldn't be able to see through it but i really wasn't looking to see if they were there anyway but it was just like dude what the fuck (laughs) you know we have no regard. We're just going to go up and shoot somebody. What's with this? Oh my God. You go into Instagram these days. I and again, my algorithm can get pretty fucked up because I like to see fucked up shit happen. You know, I got plenty. It's okay. I have plenty of reels of like people fighting. I love seeing that. Like, I love seeing a street fight break out. <laughs> and just watch how f- hilarious a street fight really is. Okay. Because 99 out of 100 of those people can't fight. And they just go in and dust it up like the cartoons. (laughs) Or the the best though is when they're like squaring off, like before they actually throw a punch and watching like the stances that these people actually get into. (laughs) I'm like, dude. But the thing that pisses me off the most, and I don't understand why this happens, every single time I I I see a street fight video, the camera guy is. It's like, what do you on fentanyl? Like how hard is it to to point the phone at the people fighting? They're, you're seeing the street, like right his shoe. It's like what the fuck are you doing? But I love seeing that shit. I love seeing like I, I oh man, every single time it says sensitive content and you, know, you got to press the thing to actually watch the real. Guess what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> now most of the time it's for like bad car accidents and shit like that. And man, have I seen some doozies? But I got to tell you. All right, they they are just openly putting death on Instagram now. I now that it's in my algorithm, I I must have seen fifty reels of people being unalived on on, on fucking Instagram, whether they're being shot, whether they're being hit by a car, no matter what it is, and they'll just openly put death on Instagram now. If somebody jumps off of a fucking bike and and breaks his leg, I got to do the sensitive content, make sure you press this to see the reel, but I could just watch somebody get murdered without without saying anything. Jesus. And I see it all the time and again, the more and more I watch it, the more they're going to put it in my algorithm. And I got things I've seen cops. Dude, I saw this one the other day, okay? It was a guy in a passenger seat, all right? A heavy set fella, and the cop is in the, in the passenger side asking him for like ID or some shit. And the cop is like, "I got to see your hands, like, you know, like you know." He's like, "Well, I'm going into my pocket." He's like, "Yeah, but I, you know, put the other hand up on the dash." You know, and the guy was really fucking around. Like, he never got the ID. He just kept on trying to like get into another pocket, and and the cop knew what was going on. And he and he finally like and finally the guy pulls out a fucking gun. The cop stepped back and put three in his fucking face. And I went into the comments and I'm hearing a police brutality. Police brutal what what has to happen? <laughs> like what has to happen? For it to not be police brutality, like the guy the cop has to get shot in the face and die. It's dog eat dog. If a cop sees a gun, his life is 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 threatened. I think he was being, <laughs> I, th- I think he was being nice, putting three in the guy's face. I would have fed that guy a lead salad. Pull a gun on me? I'm I'm shooting the guy in the driver's seat on principle alone. You don't want to you don't want to give me a badge and a gun. <laughs> you do not want to do that. The death <laughs> the death toll would increase significantly. Yes, Officer Rodriguez was on the force for seven days. He killed 43 people, and we got to let him go. (laughs) But seriously, man, I'm seeing people die left and right on Instagram. It's fucking crazy. Yikes. I'm up against a break. Oh, God. What did I have? You know, this week, I had an asshole in mind. And I I had another asshole in mind, too. But I lost the asshole. I lost the first asshole, and I can't get it back. I didn't write it down, goddammit. I'm going to have to figure that one out. That's fucked up. Get off my lawn. And everything else. Now, there is going to be a switch up in in the coming weeks regarding that. And you'll see as it comes, I'm not going to, you know, tell you the strategy of what's going to happen, but that is going to change. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C rod podcast. Don't go away. Hey guys, we made it to season four and I am not going away anytime soon. You know who else isn't going away? my buddy Chris Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors. I am not going to shut up about this kid, he gets better by the day. I look on his website almost on a weekly basis and I look on his social media, the kid blows my mind, I can't get over the talent. If you're looking for a high-end luxury project, this is the kid you have to call, the Cadillac of contractors like I call them all the time. Whether it be general custom carpentry, Handmade tables and benches, we know the thing, you know the thing. We've heard previous commercials here, I don't have to sit here and gloat about the guy, he's the best there is and he's the best there is for a reason. Take him one call, build it right the first time and it'll last a lifetime. Call my buddy Chris, the Cadillac of contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com, call Chris today, tell him I sent you. More to see, rod podcast. You had to know I was coming in with a double shot. A faith no more, falling to Peace. Great song. This this is Mike Patton. This is when Mike Patton was a singer. This guy was great, man. Check him out. I gotta think that. The Red Hot Chili Peppers might have been influenced by this band. They're a great fucking band. They're freaking tight, man. And I'm not just talking about their hits. That's why I was saying in the open, like, go back and listen to, like, full albums. These guys are fucking good, man. (laughs) Anyway, a couple quick food items I got here for you guys because I was thinking about this the other day. And I think I, I I maybe saw it on Facebook, but this is a question that's asked of people multiple times in their lifetime okay and and it's really asked to somebody when you're on death row (laughs) where you get like your last meal but you get that age-old question of like if you were stranded on a desert island and you can only eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be does anybody like when when somebody asks that question does something immediately pop right into your head that you already know or is it something like well i gotta pick between this and this Because I, I got to be honest with you, I think my, like my head goes right to an immediate spot. Now, while I might think, "Oh yeah, let's do like some surf and turf," we'll do lobster and filet mignon, right, and all that. So no, I ain't doing that. As much as I would like to, I wouldn't. You want to know why? I'll tell you. <laughs> even though it's the, you can get ninety different forms of this food, it, this is the one that I like, and it's and now before I even go further. It, it can be a full meal. It can't just be like a cheesesteak. Like you can, you know, like it could be a full meal. Like, right. I would unequivocally go with, now it's a big meal, but either way, I'm eating big. All right. It's going to be ravioli with meatballs and sausage. All right. A little salad to get started and some bread. You give me that, I'm good for life. I Like, really, I, I can eat that every day for, for the rest of my life. I have no problem doing that. But my thing is, if you guys remember me a very long time ago, I was telling you about Mexican, <laughs> about Mexican food. And I'm like, Mexican food is the same thing. It's the same ingredients just provided through a different vehicle. Right? You're either going to get, like, you know, a, a protein lettuce tomatoes sa- sour cream right like just the, the usual stuff specs in mexican food italians you're not far behind them <laughs> i mean if you really think about it my last meal could be served nine different ways and it's all the same thing you know it's, it's like it's like al pacino says and donnie Brasco, Manigot, Managot hundred years they're going to be eating managot they never made cocoa Bay <laughs> Like now like managot the same thing as fucking ravioli it's just it's just a form of pasta with, with regot in it it's the same thing what else you got we got uh, stuffed shells I mean the only reason why I really select ravioli is because it, it's sealed <laughs> like you're not going to get you're not going to get the all over the place right the manic, manic guts has got fucking it's got two holes in it on both ends you go press that down with the fork and it's fucking ejaculating on both ends i'm not interested in that it's a tough shell it's even worse it, that's like the vagina <laughs> give me this steel off ravioli i'll cut it with my fork into two nice little pieces and no other goat goes anywhere but in my mouth after I just said ejaculate into my mouth <laughs> but you get what I'm saying and I'm probably missing some things there's probably five more ways that you could do that same dish where's the creativity hey next thing and I don't understand this I, I I'm just kind of scratching my head on it because if you go through, the evolution of a bar, All right? you go back to like depression time, like post-depression, no not post-depression, post-prohibition times when they were going to bars and shit like that. What did they have? They had beer and they had liquor. That was it. You just went in there, you drank away your problems, maybe you got in a fight, you went home. But as you evolve throughout time, then, then pubs and taverns became more of the thing. All right, and you can get beer and, like, bar food, hamburgers, fries, wings, things of that nature, right? Now, you fast forward to the late 90s, and that was really when, like, the craft beer craze started. And then very shortly after that, it, it, it started becoming, uh, you know, it would be a pub with craft beer and craft food is what they started calling it. And it was, like, kind of, like, upscale like food not not your regular hamburger hot dog cheesesteak and wings type of place all right which was okay because then they started upgrading to like cheesesteak egg rolls right and shit like that tacos right right it was just like all right cool all right, we'll do this all right but i gotta be honest with you all right it's gotten to a point now where they they, they completely jumped the shark and i i don't agree with it all right like i'm seeing holes in walls All right. What's what's going on where all these bars are now hiring fucking chefs? (laughs) Like like they'll come out of the back. to ask, hey, how is everything? You guys wearing a chef's jacket, the chef hat, the whole thing. Like I'm used to a guy back there with an ankle bracelet on on a prison work release program. Like, where's the cook? He's the cook. You don't get a chef in a bar. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Now, I don't know why I follow these pages because I never go to these places anymore. These are places that I went to, you know, playing playing music and bars and shit like that. like the Andalusia. I have not been in the Andalusia in probably ten years, at least, if not more. And I know that place has completely changed. But at the end of the day, it's a hole in the wall. you think about Bailey's, and this is the worst one. Bailey's in Levittown, which I, I said on this show before is like it's the Chickie and Pete's of Levittown. They they but they all hire full blown chefs now, and it's like I'm seeing this shit. Like they got their specials for the week, and I'm like, where the fuck are we? Are we at Fogo de Chao or are we at a, a, a watering hole? Where are we? Because they really did jump the shark. Like, could you imagine going out to a bar with your friends? Right, you're all sitting there, and <laughs> they come up to take your order. Like, all right, what are you guys having? I'll have I'll have uh, ten wings, hot, well done, and give me some fries. Then we'll take a pitcher of Miller Lite over here. All right, what are you gonna have? I'll have the rodeo burger, uh, extra barbecue sauce, and uh, and no cheese, please. Just just leave it as burgers, fine. Okay, all right, no problem. All right. What are you gonna have? Uh, I'm gonna have the smoked chipotle salmon uh, with the homemade red chipotle chimichurri, uh, with a side of quinoa and corn pilaf and haricot verts. What? The, what? You're in a bar. Fucking <laughs> come on. <laughs> Imagine John Taffer going into that place.
1: This is too, this, this food's too good for this bar. We just got to close this bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. You know, we're going to have beef Wellington with a reduced semen glaze. What?
2: Tori, you're waiting. Hey baby boy. Hi. Can you bring out some things? The mm-hmm. lacquered pork with that ginger confit, tuna tartare, and the lobster claws that will get us started. Christy, what do you like to drink? An tini.
0: Great. For those. It's going to be bar food that's going to pair with my alcohol, please. Thank you very much. Cool off of that, man. It's fucking five-star restaurant and there's roaches running around the goddamn place. Please. And this other thing I got, some of you may have seen this guy. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I do. When you see the guy, you can kind of understand. But there's this guy, all right, he's a very weird-looking guy, okay, which, which it makes total sense of why, why he does what he does. You, can, you remember how I tell you, you can look at people and you know they got wires crossed, you know what I'm saying? So there's a guy that I don't know, maybe for the last 15 years, And this is not an exaggeration because he has the proof. I don't know why anybody would save proof of this. But the guy eats a Big Mac every day of his life. It's like the only food he eats. Fucking Big Mac breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I see they got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. One, how's the guy not dead? (laughs) It's a fucking... More on that in a second. All right, but not only does he eat a Big Mac. He's like, oh, it's the best sandwich in the world. It's the only thing that I eat. I love a Big Mac. (laughs) Right, but here's what he does, and this is where it kind of gets a little bit sinister. He saves every box, and he numbers it, and he puts a date on. Oh, here's the here's the Big Mac that I had October nineteenth, nineteen seventy five. Why, why, why are you? Why? Why
1: would you do that?
0: (laughs) I don't get it. And the funny thing is, like, you would think he's 600-pound life. You guys eating three Big Macs a day. What's that, 1,000 calories each or, like, 3,000 calories a day? He's he's not a slender fellow by any means, but he's he's not at all, like, obese. He does look like a child molester. (laughs) I will say that. But why do you need to save the cards? And this is what I'm trying to say. I, I will say unequivocally, this is just my opinion, okay? And even though I go there maybe twice a year, okay mcdonald's has the best fries of of anybody it's not even close in my opinion like it's not even close i'm talking about like fast food places and really most places that have french fries you ain't gonna beat the mcdonald's french fry you're just not gonna beat it and the reason why look at the ingredients of a mcdonald's french fry and you may never eat mcdonald's french fries ever again (laughs) okay because it's fucking poison like a french fry should have two ingredients like whatever the coating is that you put the coat so it gets like the crispy edges and a potato that's it mcdonald's fries has like 72 fucking ingredients they can't even fit it <laughs> on like one page with all this nitrogloxide hermaphricite whatever the fuck is in it And I think they do it to all their food because there's people out there that actually do this. And I saw like unearthing of it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what are we eating? What's McDonald's doing?" There was one lady that, like, I don't know. She guessed she wanted to see what would happen, and she bought a the two cheeseburgers meal from McDonald's. Okay, and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna go put this in the closet." What? <laughs> she puts it in the closet. What? right and then so here's what happened she she does this video online and she pulls down the two cheeseburgers and the fries that she put in her fucking closet in 1995. So the two cheeseburgers meal has been sitting in this lady's closet for almost 30 years and she went and got it and then she like, "All right, let's unwrap the burgers. Let's see what happened. The fries were completely intact. They they looked exactly like they do on the menu board." And she opens up the two cheeseburgers, and it lo- it looked like they she they were just served. Not one, no mold, no fucking de- like what do they call that? Decomposed or, or rotting away? None of that shit. It was. It looked like it just. She just got it. And then I went like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> what the fuck is in that thing that it never ages it never does anything and how did like you know uh mice or, or, or flies or worse or got to this goddamn thing and no rotting or decomposition let me tell you something right now okay go get a fucking new york strip steak and go put it in the closet and watch what happens <laughs> all right that thing ain't gonna be first of all the, the whole room is gonna stink within 24 hours And it's going to start turning green and and, and decomposing. And then mice are going to get to it. They're going to eat it. That thing will be gone within a week. You could put a cheeseburger in a goddamn closet for 30 years and probably stick it in in, in, in the microwave and eat it. And we're supposed to feel okay when we go to McDonald's and get the shit in real time. You know, it, 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 that's the thing. The guy saves the fucking Big Mac container. It's like, well, when you eat the Big Mac, it, it, it is turned into shit within 10 minutes. This guy could probably pass Elvis through his goddamn colon. <laughs> you know, he's got all these Big Mac boxes. Oh, I saved them. I'm like, okay, great. Fucking people are weirdos, man. <laughs> anyway get rich quick schemes you know i i will share these with you at any opportunity that i get all right i'm not sure if any of you thought of creating an ai whore and putting her on OnlyFans to where you will make millions of dollars or my fart in a jar idea all right i came up with another one and this is actually pretty clever, and anybody can do it. Anybody can do it, and I th- I'm thinking of doing it because I can, I can play the Rodriguez card on this one. All right, here in America, everybody is going broke. Okay, it's the, like, and if you say you're not, you're lying. Okay, like everything, everything, everything costs. Everybody's struggling. Okay, I see it all over the place. Everybody's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Okay, I, I could tell you exactly what's going on, but what I'm saying is this are you watching your bank account just funnel down to nothing and there's no way out of it because you know we got a potato in the office here's what you do all right and this 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 piggybacks off of something that i said last week i think it was either that's fucked up or whatever it is all right this is what i'm going to do i am denouncing my american citizenship okay and i'm going to go down to mexico and then i'm just going to cross the border illegally and go into the country to where I'll be greeted with a five thousand dollar visa gift card, a cell phone, free healthcare, and free board. And I don't even have to work. Isn't that a genius plan? Let's all go. Let's let's, let's go head down to the border right now. Denounce your American citizenship and just cross right all you gotta do is you just gotta do a little uh, huh. <laughs> like, like like jump over one leg in Mexico and then one leg right back in the United States. I'm a God away. I I don't know. Give me free shit. Seriously, man, you don't have to work. You get free health care. You get free food, free money, free phone, free everything. Fuck being an American. (laughs) I'm like kidding. I love being an American. Of course, everybody knows I'm a patriot on this show. However, the system is broken, and I believe that we should all go cross the border and come back, and we will be rich. We will no longer be losing our money. Okay, yeah, you got to leave your money behind, but but you're going to get it right back for free. Think about it like that, man. Right? Two things actually drove me into doing this because I'm finished entourage, all right? And course i'm looking for a new show to watch and sometimes i'll watch a new show and sometimes i'll re-watch a show much like i just did for entourage now i saw a reel the other day it's one of these takeovers they're like these assholes fucking doing the street where they, 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 they just act like fucking barbarians all right and there was like four kids like four teenage kids i would say and they're jumping this guy on the street right and they're showing the whole thing. And this guy is, like, fighting all of them. Like, like he's he, like he's hitting that guy. He's hitting that guy. He's hitting, like, he was fighting for his life, man. It, it was fucking crazy. You know who it was? <laughs> it was fucking, it was Iron Ziering. Fucking Steve Sanders from, from fucking 90210 lighting these kids up. He didn't light them up. But he fought them off, man, and they, they ended up going away. Like, it, it, was, it was pretty impressive, old Steve. <laughs> and there's this thing that I follow on Facebook, right, that, it it, they play clips from like 90210 all right now the one thing i will say is like if you look back 90210 could be revered as like a chick flick type show but it's really not like i started watching that show i think i was like 11 and it was the coolest thing because like these these were like high school kids that like what you wanted to be at like at that time And, and the show was fucking great it was great in my opinion until like they graduated right but like I never really remembered like season 1 or season 2 of it but like anyway so I'm I'm watching this this thing on Facebook and like every day they post a different clip but they do it like in chronological order <laughs> so this week I'm scrolling down and I'm seeing like it was when it was when Brenda went to Paris for the summer <laughs> Right, and, and and she meets Dean Kane, and he's an American in France, and she fakes being French and does this whole fucking accent, and she starts smoking cigarettes, she's banging Dean Kane. Meanwhile, Dylan Dylan's at home fucking Kelly, and, and then she comes back, and they got they got to act like it never happened, and everything's awkward every time the three of them are together. And then finally, they just they they, they, they have to talk with her, almost like kids have when they're when they're getting divorced with their parents. like their parents have that talk, like me and mommy have decided, <laughs> right. And it's like, and it's still, I'm sorry, Bren. I fucked Kelly, okay? Sorry, Bren. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I'm like, how could I watch this? Because this is just so freaking, like, like, just, oh, God. Right? So I look it up where you can watch it, and it was on Hulu, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm not buying Hulu to rewatch 90210. You can go fucking take, all, like, And then, like, a couple days later, Amazon Prime picked it up. And I'm like, I got Amazon Prime. So I watched the pilot episode. I don't don't think I could continue. (laughs) I I really don't. It does not have the same mystique as it does today. Because, see, when you got into, like, like season three, I guess. I don't even know. It, It was, like, the year that they graduated high school. And all kind of shit happened. Like like when Dylan's dad blew up in the fucking boat, but he really wasn't in the boat. He, like, faked his death, and then Dylan becomes a drunk. <laughs> like <laughs> Brandon gets a gambling problem. He's got bookies after him and shit. Like, dude, it was fucking good shit. But but the lead-up, I didn't realize how bad it was. I, I watched the pilot episode, which was, like, 90 minutes, ironically enough, and it, the acting was so bad in that show. You just don't realize it when you're 11 years old. It was so bad. And then the clothes and, and, and everything else, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, right? So I looked at it, and I forgot that it's not, like, a season today. Like, a season today, you watch a Netflix show, there's, like, 10 episodes in a season, maybe 12. This one's got, like, 26 <laughs> in each season. I'm like, there's no, I won't get this done till 2026. I'm like, this ain't happening. Maybe I'll skip ahead and watch, like, the good shit again just to see what that was like. But come on, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking hilarious. I got to start a petition or I got to take a survey. I got to do something because this is this this new rule is just not going to cut it. It's just not going to cut it. I can see this happening already. And while I could play my Rodriguez card earlier for the crossing the border and coming back, I'm going to play my white card for this one. All right. We have to rapidly turn around this no plastic bag thing. It, it's already becoming the biggest nuisance that there is it's it's absolutely crazy so i'm gonna have to like every other white person in america what do i gotta do now do i gotta go into my closet and grab my plastic bag full of plastic bags and start bringing them to the fucking store with me save the turtles okay fucking one one turtle dies every three years and we can't use plastic anymore because i can already see what's going to happen and i can already see it happening now because here's the thing now that now who profits from the no bags the store does the store does not and they no longer have to buy bags what do they do they buy these fucking cloth whatever they're made of these burlap sacks that they're fucking hanging out to people handing out to people i should say and they sell them back to you so now you got to buy bags so, the, so the supermarkets double dip. What do we get? I forget where I was. I think I was in the supermarket, and I didn't, I didn't get like a, I didn't get a tart cart because I wasn't going to get enough shit. But my hands were going to be full, and I, I, I was going up to the, the self checkout, and I had so much shit in my hand. I go to pull my debit card out of my wallet, and you know, ring myself up and blah blah blah. But then I had to carry the shit out to the car, so I never put my debit card back in my wallet. I just put my wallet in my pocket with my debit card loose I'll, I'll go put that back in later right the next day i go i go out wherever i was i was getting rung up somewhere and i i didn't have my debit card i went like, what the fuck I, 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 like i immediately got that thought in my head like you know how you go crazy when you lose shit well i don't know how you guys are but i do lose things on a daily basis it turned out i'm like i gotta go home i'm like maybe and then i remembered that i never put it back in a wallet and i'm like oh my god where did i put this fucking thing i never i didn't remember where i put it and i thought uh, i I fell out of my pocket or i lost it somewhere and somebody's out there spending money so i come home and I'm, i'm looking 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 all around and it just dawned on me i'm like why don't you check the pants that you wore yesterday and lo and behold, I found it, it was in there, but I, it was a fucking complete inconvenience. I'm going around this store, picking out shit, waiting in line, going to the fucking counter, get everything rung up, But oh, sorry. Then you got to drive all the way to fuck home, gr- look for it, grab it, go back and do the same exact fucking thing. And this is all because you don't have bags. I'm not saying that I forgot my shit, <laughs> but it led to that. Because every time I pull my goddamn debit card out of my wallet, it goes back in when I'm finished with it. I couldn't hear because you can't have fucking bags. So they give you these little burlap sack things. I'm a target the other day. No bags. And I had a lot of shit. And I, I finished ringing myself up. And on the screen, it says how many bags? And you, you can, like, hit plus or minus for, like, the quantity. I'm like, I don't, I'm not understanding this because there's no fucking bags here. What are you talking about? Right? So I go and hit three. As soon as I hit three, the guy comes. The there's a guy. <laughs> there's a fucking Timmy. Comes up. Here's your three bags. <laughs> Wait, what? What do, what do you get? What do you get, like, a little shock collar? <laughs> he wants three bags. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, here you go. And he hands me three of these burlap fucking things. Now, the problem with these fucking bags are, th- this is, well... This isn't the best word, but you you'll get what I'm saying. These bags don't have any fucking viscosity to them. Like a plastic bag, you know, if if you you lick the tip of your finger and you go like press it on the bag, it separates, and you can pull the thing out and stick the bag in, and and they're on racks. It's easy to do. All right, take a fucking burlap sack that's got no rack on it to hold the fucking handles and you got to take the bag and stick it in the thing and, and, the, and you can never get it in both sides. It's folding and it's, it's all rubbing against the fucking thing. It's a goddamn inconvenience. Also, we can save three turtles. And here's the other thing. it's It's not as efficient as the white person move of getting a bunch of fucking plastic bags and crumpling them up and sticking them in another plastic bag for a rainy day. These things, like you could, as as clunky as they are, if you took one bag and tried to stuff bags in it like you would plastic bags, you get like three bags in there. This thing just started last week, and I think I got like sixteen of these fucking bags already. They're all over the house. That's fucking dead, man. Like we we need to get we need to take the power back. God damn it. you ever think you'd ever get to a time where you're going to bring your own fucking bags to the store I'm like really and we just do it <laughs> okay <laughs> nobody stands up for nothing god damn it i always got to be the asshole for the people one little quick thing i, I thought about the other day because i did it i i actually did it i don't know why and and you got to believe that the other party is not thinking this. Were you ever driving on the road, okay? <laughs> and you get near a cop. And then your behavior in the car immediately fucking changes like they're watching what you're doing in the car like say say, say a cop gets behind you. Right? What do you do? Uh, let me set up straight. Uh, let me put my seatbelt on. i got, got both hands on the wheel, 10 and 2. Make sure you have a smile on your face, and you're just a good citizen behaving yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice that? Nah, listen. I was the kind of guy that, like, I never did the shit that I had to do. Like, when I was when I was in, like, my, my early 20s, I didn't give a shit. I never got my car inspected. I never got, I, I never re-registered my car. I just drove around playing Dodge-A-Cop all fucking day. I did it all the time. It was one of those things. You know, once it got so late at past inspection, I would find somebody who can get me like fake stickers and I'd put them on there, you know, but the worst was when you let everything go. Like the only thing I really ever carried was insurance. The rest of it was like, all right, fuck it. right and it was just like you know it, but when the, when the inspection was bad and then your registration was bad it was like you can't you have to play dodge a cop from both directions because if, you, <laughs> if you're heading if you're like going into a cop that's passing you they can see the sticker i've been pulled over for that before like a dead u-turn whoop right right, right around uh or you know the registration's bad and they're behind you <laughs> it's like fuck i gotta dodge a cop both times you know but sitting there with your hands folded, reading the Bible, I ain't going to do fucking dick for you if if anything is expired. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's just like driving around cops. I'm oh, be on my best behavior. Okay, maybe he won't pull me over. I'll just see that I'm a good, upstanding citizen. <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a dickhead. Or an asshole. <laughs> the only difference is when you call me an asshole, I merely smile and say, My work here is done. (laughs) But speaking of assholes, it's time for What an Asshole. What an Asshole! This week's asshole, it's (laughs) fucking hilarious. I brought him up on this show before. And even though I like the band, I always thought the guy was a dickhead. But, like, it's just, this is delicious. You guys know my stance about people. Just hang it up. All right. I'm going to play Eclipse. This is just too fucking good, man. All right, this week's asshole is Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Like I said, I've, I've openly bashed this guy plenty of times on this show, but now now I got some fucking ammo, all right? It, and then I've seen these reels around before, and they're funny as hell because here's the thing. Here's the, here's the summary of what Vince Neal is doing these days <laughs> with, with Motley Crue, okay? First of all, the guy, he's, his gut is humongous like it's it's he's just a fat guy like listen man you used to run around with a 32 inch waist and you used to put spandex on and run around with your big hair and all your bullshit like did did anybody give him a full-length mirror before he went on stage guy you're fat you remember that time when the mtv video music awards and it was like axel rose had this long layoff and then they came back and played at the MTV Video Music Awards when that was actually a pretty good like event every year back then. And he came out fat and out of shape and thought that it was 1986 and he can go running from side to side on the fucking stage and run like an eighth of a mile during a song and think you're not going to get winded. That was one of the most embarrassing performances I would ever seen. It really it was painful to watch live let alone just just look it up if you don't remember. All right, but I'm going to play you a clip now. (laughs) Now there's these videos going around. And here's what Vince Neil's doing. He's doing the same thing. He comes out there with his fucking gut, weighing 300 pounds, and he's running all over the stage, and the guy can't breathe. It's like, bro. (laughs) It's almost, it's like that fucking... (laughs) It's like Deuce Bigelow, you know, like the fat black chick. Did you say steak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. I had pudding an hour ago. She <laughs> fucking run around? <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to play it now. Here's the, this is the shameful part about it. Okay. Because the, the, the Dr. Feel good album was the one album of Motley Cruz that was produced by Bob rock. All right. And, and Bob rock has a distinct sound of albums that he produces or they all sound very familiar as far as as far as the the production of it like the way he makes it sound think of like the like the black album by metallica it that's produced exactly the same that dr feelgood was so it, it it doesn't do vince any justice live all right but he he I, I might have to break this down into two clips each i haven't made my mind up yet but i'm going to play the album version of it right and then i'm going to play him singing it now here's what they do because and you're going to notice this like because he's so out of breath he can't he just can't like if he, he's saying half words because he's too f- fat <laughs> and he's like too out of breath to actually say the whole thing so he kind of sings in fragments right and and it's and, and what they do <laughs> they put subtitles to it and it's just this the funniest thing ever and i'll tell you what those ones are uh, before or after i should say I play these clips. Here is the first section of this song, and it's from the album. And then I'm going to play you Vince Neil's live version 30 years later and 60 pounds later. 60, fuck, 100 pounds later. Check us out. All right, now now Vince Neil has Bob Rock to thank for that because his, his fucking vocals were soaked. They were soaked on that album. Like the, the effect that there's like reverb and chorus, all kinds of shit built into that. But the difference was he could at least hold his breath long enough to get the whole verse out. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, so you heard that. It was a very prominent part of the song right out of the first chorus going into the second verse, okay? And it led up to the next chorus, which I'm going to play next. Here's old Vince, probably about six months ago, (laughs) singing that same verse. It kind of sounds a little bit different. I'll just tell you that right now. Here you go.
1: The people on street, Town.
0: What was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it sounds like
0: sounds like a fucking alley cat fighting a raccoon. And The thing is, it's like again, does he does he think he's like 23 years old? No, Vince, you're like 55 and you're 300 pounds. And he's, he's you're, what are you running all over the stage for when you know you can't breathe? What are you looking for? Little Debbie snack cakes? What are you doing, Vince? <laughs> Seriously, dude. That's horrific. And you charge money? And he really, I'll tell you, man, God bless him, because he actually does this with great confidence. Like, I, it's Unbelievable. And here's the thing. I mean, now he was wearing it, thank God. He was wearing a T shirt. that Had the sleeves cut off. But he doesn't do that all the time. Sometimes he'll wear like a button down shirt and he won't button it and there's nothing underneath. Then you got Mount Vesuvius right beneath your man boobs? And you're just flaunting that all over the place.
2: <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> Alright.
0: So now here's the fucking funny one, man, because this is where he goes to the chorus and then it then there's like a it's not a bridge but it's like a post-chorus right like you know I got one thing you'll understand he's not what you call a glamorous man that part it's like after the regular course I'm gonna play that part now and I and I'm gonna share one <laughs> I'm gonna share one of the subtitles with you Now, like I said you can't see them so it's like all you can do is hear Vince Neil but like the way with, with how he's not how he's kind of chopping up like i said he's saying he's singing it in fragments because he doesn't have enough breath there this one fucking subtitle i'm going to share it with you. and i'll replay that particular part but it is a guess okay so here's here's the the, the bob rock motley crew version album version and then here's the follow-up on the on the live <laughs> fucking live version this is great check this out Now just wait until you hear how he chops this to fuck up. <laughs> Get a load of this.
1: I'm fucking deceased. I'm I'm sorry. I'll do this. Is I
0: can't. Every time I watch. Oh, I gotta calm down. Hold on. (laughs) My fucking gut hurts so
1: bad. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: alright okay <laughs> every fucking time okay oh god oh every time I watch that <laughs> and you're, I'm gonna play it for you and I'm gonna I'm, I'll am i try to paint a picture as, as good as I can alright but like okay <laughs> cause the guy's not saying every word that's in the thing so he's chopping it up but he's also like mispronouncing words cause he's just so out of breath and fat oh <sighs> So, it, it, the very first line, now, when you heard the chorus, that, like, that was actually the people who weren't Vince Neil, the singing, the, like, you know, the Dr. feel good part, that's why it didn't sound like shit. But then, the first line of that, like, sub-chorus is, I got one thing you'll easily understand, All right? And he chopped it up, and the subtitle said, I gotta run to pee under the stands.
1: I gotta run to pee under the stands! <laughs>
0: all right okay all right now (laughs) this this is where i picture a fat kid running in (laughs) he's running in from outside right and he's he's trying to tell his mom he wants like a cupcake or some shit but he can't get the full sentence out so he just speaks in fragments this is exactly what the fuck happens okay so here's here's the the part that i'm telling you about this is the funniest this is the thing that just made me fucking get give myself a hernia all right, it's it's the end of the chorus, but just just listen to this, man, because it's great.
1: all
0: right. are you sitting down? Because <laughs> <laughs> so the next line is got one thing that's easily understood, okay? But the fat kid out of breath. Was running in to ask if they had. My mom, you got any of that cheesecake by Martha Stewart? <laughs> All right, got one thing. It's easily understood. He goes, he goes. Got hungry, cheesecake, Martha Stewart. <laughs> <He> goes, <laughs> All right, so so keep keep that in your mind. Okay. Got hungry, cheesecake, Martha Stewart. Okay, and now listen to this. <laughs> I mean, does it not sound like he's saying exactly that? Like, he's like, Mom, Mom, God Hungry, Cheesecake, Martha Stewart. <laughs> like we got to Martha Stewart Cheesecake. And here's the best part of all of it, okay? When they do the subtitle, he goes, God Hungry, and it flashes up on the screen. Then Cheesecake flashes up on the screen. And then Martha Stewart's head... <laughs> it's the best reel of all time and there's like a there's a bunch of them there, oh my god there's one he does one for kickstart my heart it's just i i you know what should i no i <laughs> oh man but they did the same thing and he and because he, he, he can't breathe right it's something like for for um for kickstart my heart what's he what does he do it's like, blah, 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 blah killing me, and i about to be my heart, right? <laughs> he said, <"B- laughs> Big Mac 103, like it's a dollar three. I know, I know, you got to hear it, but it's, it's, it's a f- motherfucker. God, I haven't had that buzz in like a year and a half. Oh man, that just broke back, I got, I got some flashbacks now. My God, that sucked. Man, you really just pissed on the goddamn punch. Uh, anyway but that, that's just it was just fucking golden and and I'll, I'll never forget the first time i saw the dr feelgood one i i, I nearly pissed myself it was whew, it was a workout i mean i just got a workout laughing just from i mean i've seen it a hundred times but every time i see it it's it's like it's just golden it's it's perfect so vince neal what an asshole what an asshole <laughs> It is time for the Get Off My Lawn segment for the week, so here it is.
1: is Get
0: off off my lawn. All right. (laughs) This is actually Get Off My Lawn in real time because this guy is 83 years old. All right. This is Get Off My Lawn, like live (laughs) and in person, okay? Now, I've said this before. It's You get to a certain age where you're like, you know, the fighting days are over. You're just not going to get into a street fight past the age of, I hope not, 35. Maybe. Even younger than that. All right. But once you get to a certain age, it's like you got you to gotta start getting crafty. It's almost like the guy. <laughs> it's almost like the pitcher. All right. Like he can throw smoke. He can throw 100 miles an hour. But then when he starts getting a little long in the tooth, he's, he's got to get crafty. He's got to start nibbling. <laughs> same thing so you got to like kind of morph yourself into something else now this guy 84 years old goes to a mcdonald's drive-thru and he's getting harassed by karen who's behind him in the line and this guy played this like a fucking flute he played this perfectly and i hope if i do make it to 84 which i get a better chance of seeing god if I do make it that long, I hope I'm as crafty as this guy is at 84 years old. This is brilliant. Okay, check this out.
2: I am 83 years old. Uh, I was I was uh, in the McDonald's drive-through this morning. The young lady behind me leaned on her horn and. and and started mouthing some ugly things because I was taking too long to place my order. So when I got to the first window, I paid for her order along with with my own. The cashier must have told her what I had done because as we moved up, she leaned out her window and, and, and waved to me, As she began mouthing, thank you, thank you, probably feeling embarrassed that I had repaid her rudeness with kindness. When I got to the second window, I showed the server both receipts and I took her food too. Now she has to go back to the end of the queue and start (laughs) and start all over again. Don't blow your horn at old people. We've been around for a long.
0: Now, how brilliant was that? You know, like that's and that's the thing. Like that's what I aspire to be. Like it's like, yeah, I'm older and I'm slower. When I get to be like that guy, close to that guy's age, when I'm when I'm Joe Biden. You know, all the little fluffy old guy. I'll listen to him. Oh, he's, he's so clever. And you'll know, look at him, blah, 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 blah. But I still got that fire in me. I still got that asshole in me that I could just portray softly. Like, he just told a story, and it was so endearing. <laughs> and he just fucked this bitch completely. And the thing is, like, it's when you're in the drive-thru. You ever get into a drive-thru, and it's like, say you go to a Chick-fil-A drive through and it's like the longest line ever, and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. And you just get so mad. Could you imagine if the line was like that and that guy did that to you? And, like, like you were so pissed off because, like, the, obviously the woman was hangry. She's honking at this guy while he's taking the order, taking too long to place it. Imagine if they already waited, like, 15 minutes just to place that order. And then, like, finally she's next in line. The guy's like, yeah, guy took your food. Sorry, you got to go do it all over again. I would commit murder. <laughs> if that was me, I don't know. I don't think I'd be a nice guy about it. <laughs> but that guy is fucking awesome. And it's like I said, man. Do not try to pull the wool over eyes of people that lived longer than you. It's like he said at the end. Like, Don't honk at old people. We've been around for a long time. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I love that. I love that been around the block humor, man. I, I, it's whew, it's fucking great. It's also great to see when I say this all the time, When like a younger person thinks they're smart. And they try to pull the wool over the eyes of an older person. Like, are you really trying that with me? you're trying that bullshit (laughs) oh that is good stuff man it really is it's time for that's fucked up on today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up that's fucked up this one shouldn't last very long but this is one of the most fucked up things since the installment of that's fucked up this is fucked up okay and, and of course this lady got what was coming to her, but there's a woman I'm going to play the clip for you. And she is coming. I guess she's coming home from somewhere. I forget. I don't, I don't even think they give any kind of location, but <clears throat> the cops are at her house and ambulances and all kinds of shit. And the officer proceeds to tell her, you know, your husband got shot. He's dead. All right, now I'll, I will, I'm going to play what happened. She comes home, she talks to the officer, they break the news, and this is what happened.
2: I'm Sergeant Ramsey, I'm, I'm the one that called you. Thank you for coming, I'm sorry to call you. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house, and there were shots fired. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, madam he's been killed. No, 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 no. He's been, he's been killed, man. I'm sorry.
1: No, to, no, it's not. Listen, no, no. Try to calm down. No. Listen, no, right now, what no, we, do, we need to get you to no, the station. No, we need to get you to no, our police station. I, we, I can't let you see <laughs> man. We have to do our job. No, if you want no, us to find this no, killer, okay, no, we need you to no, calm down. No, I'm going to no, need you to go with
0: these no, detectives, okay? No, Does he no, have enemies? No, Is there anyone that no, would no, want, no, want no, to hurt no, him? Okay, who would want to hurt him? No, Witnesses no, said they saw a black male running from me. I can't let you see him, ma'am. Ma'am, I cannot do this right now. Ma'am, I can't do it. Detective Yopi, no, I need no, you. Tragic, right? Only problem with that is, now this lady's name was Dahlia DiPolito. DiPolito? No, Diabito. No, Diabito. Dahlia DiPolito. And <laughs> you imagine the mind fuck when you find this out. All right, so it turned out she had a hitman. She hired a hitman to go kill her husband. Alright, so she knew he was dead the whole fucking time. The only problem with that was the guy that she hired to be the hitman was an undercover cop. <laughs> you fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> but I mean, do you know what kind of a sociopath you gotta be to hire a hitman to kill your spouse, and then when the cops come and tell you like the way that she cried? I mean, if if you didn't know the second half of this story and you like when I first watched it, I knew what happened because there was a caption on there and I just happened to be reading it while she was doing that but if there was no caption there and I heard that I'd be like shit man like that's a shame like cuz she was really fucking crying and hyperventilating and all that shit and the funny part about it was there was two cops there one was the one that was talking to her and and you could t- see both of them knew they you know they knew of course what was going on So they had to act like like you know they didn't know what the hell was actually happening with the hitman and all now the cop that was in the background he looked disgusted the entire time he's like you fucking low-life scumbag bitch right but the guy that's got to talk to her like oh my god and he he actually if you really think about it like you know like when a doctor comes out of the room i'm very i'm very very sorry but he's passed on you know like they the way that they try to deliver it as softly as possible it's like they're in a bad position He was just like, yeah, your husband got shot and killed. Is he Michael? Yeah. Yep. Well, he's dead. (laughs) I mean, how great is that? Seriously. But I mean, you know, it's also fucked up, fucked up. Remember how I was telling you guys a few weeks back about like people who just, like the instagram trends when i was talking about that's that crusty english bitch the surprise surprise bitch and then everybody gets a hold of it and they all got to put their own little thing on it because nobody's creative anymore remember i was telling you guys about stock jokes the last week or the week before like that that's what this instagram trend thing is it's a stock joke that wants everybody here (laughs) oh let me grab it i'll do my little thing to it and and nine times out of ten when the first one comes out it's actually pretty funny but then when you see everybody and their mother do their own fucking version of it it's like will you go get a fucking life or pound sand up your ass one of the two when i first saw the the first like two here's the thing when you watch it the first time it's funny but then when you see it like through somebody else's page and a whole completely different thing but they use the same template then it's like okay I guess I'll be seeing a different version to this for the next six months. The newest one now is they'll just take something. Like they'll take an area or they'll take a type of person and they'll tell you every single fucking thing that they do. Have you seen these yet? Where where a guy will be like, I'm from Philly. I eat cheesesteaks. I'm from Philly. I get Rita's water ice in the wintertime. I'm from Philly. I say, John, and they just do this long drawn out thing for like five minutes. Like, oh, oh, we're a lawyers. We're lawyers. We do this or we're from here and we do that. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. You know, and it's like I said, it was funny. Like the first time I saw it, but like now everybody's fucking though. It's like, <sighs> man, I just don't understand why, like, why is it so hard? Like what happened? I got to be honest. What the fuck happened? to where there's no creativity left on this earth it it just seemed to disappear and again again i hate to say this but when the smartphone came that's when it stopped the smartphone ruined the, the world you guys know my stance on that but i'm just saying like is am i not right like didn't music die like right around 2005 if that and now everything is just garbage you can't tell me it's not we've reduced ourselves to this where it's like like i have no creativity left somebody give me a jump start how can i get a jump start oh look everybody's doing the same thing okay i'll do this i can't stand it i can't stand it and it's like i wish there was a way to weed that shit out like of your algorithm it's too it's just so bad it's it's so bad i saw one the other day they did it for bucks county and it was like a three-minute thing. Like, like is Bucks County that succinct? Like, it's is that different than everybody else? And then it was dumb shit. It was like, I'm from Bucks County. I've been to Peddler's Village. Oh, good for you. Okay, <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with the price of tomatoes? And and they went on and on and on and on and on. Like, I'm from Bucks County. I say I'm from Yardley, but I'm really from Lower Makefield how is that even like funny you know so first of all you're stealing a bad idea and you're making it worse with your dumb shit dumb fucks ready for another get (laughs) i want to say get rich quick scheme it's not really a get rich quick scheme but if you want to do like one more thing in your life to the point where you're going to be set for life then do this okay because this is something I don't think anybody's ever thought of. Now you, you get these people who are like aspiring musicians, and they want to get big, as they call it, or make it, or whatever it is, and they want to get the record deal, and they want to get the concerts, and want to get everything in the whole nine yards. Well, they okay. First of all, that is such a drawn out, filthy, dirty, greedy, fucking business. All right, that whoever you sign with, they're gonna they're gonna have their hands in your pocket. There's just no question about it. <clears throat> I just played it last week. With Uni Fufu or whatever the fuck, uh, Tsukihana. She didn't know what the fuck she was doing and she got taken to the cleaners. Good. I'm happy that happened. But if, you know, if you're just a legitimate person, a legitimate musician, you're trying to make it, yeah, you're going to get nice money, but it's not, it's like Empire Records. You know, like you're not, it's, you're not going to get what you should be getting. Like, they believe me when I tell you the record company is in this to make money. They're like big pharma. Like, why would they not be in this if they weren't going to get hand over fist money? Right. But if you're an aspiring musician, or even if you're not, okay, this is easy enough. All you got to do is get one song. One. You got to get one song that sticks. You get that one song outside of being Vanilla Ice, okay? Because when Vanilla Ice had Ice Ice Baby, you know, what's it? And that's my boy. When he, when Adam Sandler's asking him, he's like, what do you mean you don't got money? <laughs> And Vanilla Ice is like, Queen took 80%, and Suge Knight took the other 20%, and somebody else took 10%. He's like, I got to pay money every time that, that song's played. right? But usually it's like residuals, okay? Now, I got to tell you, all you got to do is create one of them dumb fucking songs that creates one of them dumb line dances. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whoever the fuck wrote Electric Slide, you know how much money they have? it's played at every goddamn wedding not that they get residuals from it playing at a wedding but you get what i'm saying they're getting residuals out the fucking wazoo for one song that's never going to go away all right they're going to be doing the the electric slide and the funky chicken and the macarena and then whatever the, whatever the fuck they the, the, what's that one i don't even know what the hell it's called they got that. they all do the fucking line dance thing or slide to the left so ah, to the right, like it's the dumbest song ever, but they're getting paid. It's a complete sellout move, but I got to tell you, it's a genius one. You get one of them things and then they come up with a line dance for it. you. You are going to be in, in, in a higher tax bracket. Let's, let's just put it that way. And that's all I got for you guys this week. <sighs> I had fun. <laughs> this is a fun one this week. I had a blast. You know, <laughs> and I had to talk about the Eagles, of course. It's just part of the structure of this show when a highly rated Philadelphia team gets eliminated early. It just seems to happen all the time, so I figured I had to talk about that, but there, <laughs> I'm still stuck on that fucking Vince Neal thing, man. I can't, <sighs> and this is what I'm talking about. This is episode three of season four. That might be, that might be best of material already because I, i <laughs> It's just funny, and I wish I could tell you, like maybe I could tell you the page or the Instagram reel that it's on. I don't know, but I hope that you guys see it one day, and and listen, if you want me to send it to you, I have it. I'll would be i be glad to send it to you, and that goes for anything. If I ever talk about a reel and you can't find it or whatever the case may be, just hit your old buddy up, all right? I'll send one out right to you, stat, to get that shit right away you need to get a hold of me christian at the sea rod you can get me on facebook messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number and as always the sea rod podcast is written mixed mastered and produced by yours truly so i just can't wait honestly like this is that time where you get like it's like all right this, this, this snow are you okay it's so cute it's beautiful all right good now let's get rid of the, the, the fucking snow like i hate when it snows Right? It's like, oh, it's so pretty when it's falling, and yeah, great. Then you gotta deal with the aftermath of sh- After... 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 After meth. Of shoveling the shit up, right? And then you're slipping all over the place, because it, okay. it like it gets cold and the snow gets hard. And then it starts turning into brown slushes. People running over it, just fucking gas and exhaust... Steam all over it. It just turns black and brown and ugly. You know what I mean? It's just like, I... I uh, so get rid of it. So here's what we need. We need a 50 degree day with rain and just get you know just get rid of it you know Uh, it was fun okay we got two nice little stories okay that's it I'm done with the snow alright I'm just telling you that right now but until next week this is Christian Rodriguez saying be awake not woke beat your fucking kids Beat your fucking
1: kit. Take care.